Mm, better tell him, Tina. Tell him, Tina. Tell him, Tina. Better tell him, Tina. Tina, you better tell him. Tell him, Tina. Mm. You better tell him, Tina. Tell him, Tina. Girl, you better tell him, Tina. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Tell Him, Tina. Tina, what are we talking about today? So how y'all been doing this week? My week has been pretty good. I'm not going to complain too much. I'm back to flying. And let me tell y'all something. This jet lag that's on your girl is real, okay? I am tired after flying. But I have been interacting with people. Of course, I got a funny story for y'all. So, I, we was going to Portland, Oregon. And I was going to work a red eye back. Now, y'all know I'm tired because I don't normally do red eyes because your girl be sleepy at 9 o'clock. But I needed some hours, so I went on and went. So it's like a four-hour flight from Dallas. So I went on over there and went to work, and we did a service. You have to do two services. So at the end of the first service, towards the end, this lady asked for a Dr. Pepper. And I'm like, ma'am, I'm sorry, we're out. So we come back out and we do the second service. And she was like, did y'all happen to get some more Dr. Pepper? I looked at her, right? And I said, you know what, ma'am, we haven't been able to stop at the store on the way to Portland. Maybe maybe we'll find some time to do it later. And she looked at me and she was like, oh, okay. Um, I'll, I'll take a Coke. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I we, we don't have a store that we could just go to mid-flight. But I thought that was pretty funny because sometimes people don't think. I think that the altitude and the pressurization and that recycled air kind of take, take away your brain cells in the air, you know, because it took away mine when I picked up that trip while I was on a plane working already and decided I was going to do a red eye. But this week has been tiring because I've been thinking a lot y'all I've been thinking so much I'm so sick of thinking and I was thinking about how can I be better and like what areas am I lacking in to be a better person and it brought me to the topic to be like you know what y'all we're gonna talk about growth this week let's talk about growth and so I'll tell y'all about, you know, we all t- talk about, um, you know, I want to grow. I want to be better. But I think that you have to be intentional about growth. So my topic today is about my intentional growth journey. Um, I evaluated the character of my actions and the way that I was. And I was like, I don't I don't really like this. I have some good qualities, don't get me wrong. But I was just thinking like some things I don't like. And I thought about, you know, when you're growing up, sometimes people, you'll say, I don't like that so-and-so did that. And people's response is, well, you know, that's just the way they are. You know, that's just how they is. And I don't think that that's fair if that affects you in a negative way. And I think that sometimes we have to like do a gut check when somebody says you affected me a certain way. 
So I evaluated the character of my actions. And then I came to realize that I had to run to my problems and stop running from my problems. You know, um, I was on the go all the time. I was always exhausted. I was packing and unpacking to pack all over again, just to leave again, to just be on the go and not stop and think about anything. And, you know, I was just like, I'm letting things fall by the wayside. And I'm not intentional. I'm dropping the ball on a lot of things. Um, And one day I remember this was in November. I was like, I'm sluggish. I'm on the go. I'm working all the time. Something's got to give. And I'm dropping, you know, I'm not, I'm not being the best I can be for myself or anyone else. So I remember I was getting on, I had just gotten off work and I was getting on another plane to go to Florida to help with my mom's 60th birthday party. And I was like, something's got to give. This has got to stop. I'm doing too much. I've got this new apartment that I don't even spend any time in. I, For a moment there, I started calling it my storage, y'all. Because I would just come in, wash clothes, and leave, like pack and unpack, like I told y'all. So, and I was dating this guy that wasn't consistent, um, just not giving me what I thought that I deserved, but I was accepting mediocre, right? So I'm accepting mediocre from him because I'm probably giving out mediocre too. And I'm giving out mediocre to everybody. And um, I was like, this isn't who I want to be anymore. I don't, I don't want to be fast paced, right? So I'm like, I'm gonna be intentional about my growth. So y'all, I've Sat down after, you know, I actually went to my mom's 60th birthday party and I was exhausted. I realized that I was being snappy. I was shutting down. Um, But that revealed to me, too, is I was a person who if I'm not fixing to have a conversation about it, I'm a shut down. Like I'm a shut down. And then when I'm ready to kind of talk about it, I come around. And so I'm thinking about this and I'm just sitting in my mess, you know, like this person intentionally hurt my feelings. Um, people don't always intentionally hurt, intentionally hurt your feelings, you know. Um, I was shut down. I kind of got to the point to where like I, I'm not communicating. Um, I would get nonchalant. Like it is what it is. Let's keep it pushing. Um, I'm not dealing with that. Um, my character was just bad. I, w- I would give you give you a lot of me and give you like the best me. And then if you hurt my feelings or you don't react the way that I think you should react, um, I would back off. I would shut down. And I'm like, why are you shutting down like this? And I realized I was shutting down like that because I was like, Okay, I'm going in protective mode. I was like a turtle. I was just going back in my shell. And that's not fair to people, right? That you want in your life and you want to have a good relationship with. But when I would hurt other people's feelings, I 
would want them to be like, hurry up and forgive me and open up. Like, let's get back to who we were. And I realized, you know, I'm teaching this class on biases and it's a point in there where it says we offer more generosity to ourselves than others. Man, if that wasn't profound, right? I'm like, man, I'm hurting people's feelings left and right when I shut down and I'm changing the way that I act to them. That's not fair. We're all human. And I was taking it as a personal attack on me and my life. And they don't want to do something because they don't care about me, you know. And so I came to the conclusion that sometimes people have to cancel, you know, and it ain't about me. They probably cancel because they were tired. And I sometimes choose to just keep on pushing through. And because I made the appointment, I'm going to keep my word. But if I stay true to myself, if I'm exhausted, what's the point of going to meet with somebody? Because I'm going to be in a rush. I'm not going to be thinking clearly because your girl over here operates in the ministry of sleep. Okay. Sleep is what I operate in. Right. So I just had to come to a realization that things change, plans change, and it's not a personal attack um, on you or the other person. Sometimes people need to do stuff that's for the better betterment of them. Like, um, and I realized where my traumas came from and this week has really showed me and my past trauma came from a childhood incident of why I may sit and wait for people to disappoint me so I could put my guard back up. It's because I remember I went to see my dad and he was like, okay, yep. For Christmas, I'm going to get you a Nintendo 64. So my daddy said he's going to get me a Nintendo 64. So I'll go back Back to Haines City, I'm like, my daddy gave me a Nintendo 64 for Christmas, you know. And I'm excited because I'm riding on his word, y'all. And so I went on and Christmas came. No Nintendo 64. And so I'm like, okay, well, maybe he going to call me and tell me he got it. So I never heard anything about the Nintendo 64. It was never brought back up again, y'all. So what I did was put my guard up. And so that was my one of my first signs of disappointment. Um, and so I put my guard up. Another uh, instance that I realized, my favorite cousin, she came in town and she said, I'm going to come pick you up. She was older. You know, my little young self loved to hang out with the older people. I don't know. I was the baby, so they really didn't, you know, put no filter on what they were talking about and saying. But um, she said she was going to come pick me up. So she said she's going to come pick me up. I put on my best short set, and I ride my bike over to my grandma's house. And so my grandma said, well, what time she said she's going to come get you? I said, I'm not real sure. Um, but she said she's coming. So I know she coming, so I stayed at my grandma's house, I said, because I know she'll probably um, just roll up over here and pick me up. I told her to come pick me up at my grandma's house because I wanted to see my grandma before I went on with my cousin all day. And so 
Now, when I would go visit my grandma, I would always go visit my aunts because they always had the best snacks. We had snacks, but we didn't have snacks like they did. They had snack snacks. So I was scared to go down to my auntie's house. My grandma said, well, if you want to go down there, go on down there. I tell her you come, you know, that's where you went. So I finally went down there, but I'm anxious and I'm anticipating her coming to get me. And she never came, y'all. So I put my guard up. So now when people tell me they're going to do something, I'm always anxious and waiting for them to disappoint me. And I had to realize people are human and people aren't out to intentionally disappoint you. Now, the people in my life, they will say, hey, I'm not going to be able to do that because X, Y, Z. I get it now. But I was thinking about that all week and I and I realized that I was loving on condition that I'm only going to have to love you till you disappoint me. And then I put my guard up and I don't have to put forth any more effort. Y'all, that realization really, it kind of broke my heart because I was like, I'm living in this mess all these years and I haven't really been fully open enough to like, love hard as I as I want to I love hard till I get disappointed and after that what's the effort right so that was my realization this weekend and my bottom line of what I came up with um how I can be a better person um my growth journey really started um probably December, mid-December, I was like, I've got to find out what things hurt me. And this is how I started my growth journey. So I had to find out what things hurt me. Um, What am I lacking in? I'm lacking in communication because I shut down. I'm lacking in how to bounce back quickly after a hurt without just sweeping it under the rug and putting a band-aid over it this is how I describe what we do as people when it comes to traumas and hurt this is how I describe it I describe it as a file cabinet in your brain in your brain is a file cabinet you got the good stuff the good memories you got the stuff that hurt you a little bit but you could bring it up and probably make a joke about it and you got that trauma stuff over there that really hurt you and you just put it in this file cabinet and you keep adding to it you keep adding to it now this file cabinet because you're not dealing with it and you got the stuff that you dealt with that was easy to deal with you could take out and put over here like handled that handled category you, you deal with it you take it out it's handled but you got that drawer that stuff you just putting stuff in it putting stuff in it and it's unconsciously sometimes so you just putting stuff in it and you know, like the little cartoon and you start putting your back to it, trying to open it up, like close it. You putting your back to it and you're trying to close it and you're trying to close this cabinet with all this trauma and these bad things that happened to you. And one day you can't close it anymore. And that thing just burst open and it shoots you across the room and you, that's when you hit a wall, you hit a brick wall and be like, you know what? I've got, to turn around and 
deal with some of this stuff in this drawer because I can't close it anymore. I can no longer close it and I'm hitting a brick wall and I'm realizing that. And this is what I was going through. I was hitting a brick wall and I was realizing the things that I'm doing is hurting people. My shutdown, my non being nonchalant, this is really hurting people. And this is hurting people that I say that I love. And if that's love, people don't want that. People don't want that kind of love. So I came to the point to where I had to realize that I got to deal with this stuff in this drawer so I can close it. So I was taking things out piece by piece on this journey. And I realized like I had let myself go a little bit. I had got a little thick and I'm like, I got on this journey. I was like, I got this hood belly. That's what I call it. Um, I'm looking three months pregnant. I got to figure out what can I do to treat my body better. So I started eating better. Um, I mean, y'all, I was tired. Every time I got back from a trip, I was, um, in the kitchen, I was cooking. I didn't eat anything that was in a box. I eliminated sugar. Um, I just let the sugar go. I was like, this is making me sluggish too. So I let the sugar go. Um, I was eating veggies and grilled chicken or salmon and it's expensive to eat healthy. Don't get me wrong. Um, I started eating better and I started losing weight and I didn't realize how much weight I had gained. You know, I was like thinking I was a little thick, you know, I had a little, a little bit of booty back there, you know, but when I was looking at pictures, I'm like, dang, my arms are so big. Um, my stomach is big. My stomach is big to the point that I can't even suck it in no more. I don't like that. So I, I said, I'm going to treat my body better. And so then I said, okay, God, help me be intentional about this growth journey. What can I do? Like, show me the areas that I need to work in. So I'm in these areas. And so God is just revealing stuff to me, y'all. When you ask God to reveal things to you, be ready because it's going to come in like that girl say the wrecking ball. It came in and it, and things were coming in in waves. And I thank God for allowing things to come in to waves and then um, bringing a new friend in my life, too, that showed me a different perspective and how to communicate and um, to think outside the box of what I've always known. Because. I grew up in like a structured lifestyle. Like we was going to have dinner every night. We going to sit at the table. Sundays is the big dinner. You got to come to that. Um, it was very structured. And the thought and the mindsets was like, this is, this is what it is. And this is how it's always been. So that's how it has to be. And I grew up in a small town. So things came in waves, y'all. And I cut the guy off that I was talking to. I, I told, I said, I have to ask you to stop contacting me because the growth that I want to do, I don't, I can't do it with your, you in my life. Um, you're kind of one of the only things that's in limbo in my life. And I gotta, I gotta let you go. And I, and I got to focus on me and what I'm doing. And in this journey, y'all, I did, I backed away. I backed away from a lot of people and it wasn't intentional. It was just that I was over here sorting through my mess, going through these files, 
trying to be a better person. And if I could be honest with you, this has been since like where it really got real was in January. And um, so I had to, I had, and, and I had to like take a step back. And be intentional now. And when I asked God to help me on this journey, things started happening, y'all. I got this new job at my within my job where I'm teaching this bias training. And I'm realizing that, oh my goodness, I am biased. And I'm going through this train, as they call it, train the trainer. So I'm going through this training and I'm coming home and I'm exhausted. And I'm I'm a different kind of exhausted, right? Because I'm using my brain. I'm a different kind of exhausted and I'm exhausted to the point of mentally exhausted. And I mean, when I'm telling you we train in a trainer and I'm in this class and I'm like really thinking about myself and my growth journey, y'all, I really didn't have the strength to talk to people. I probably talked to like two to three people besides like my family um, of my friends I talked about two to three friends and then, you know, like my family, I could text a little bit, but I was mentally exhausted and I was going through a transition to where like God was bringing things in my life to where I was learning about myself on a different level. Because when I moved to Dallas, I'm like, I got to find me. Who is Tina? And who, how do you make friends? Like, I don't know how to make friends. I don't have friends for like, 30 years of my life, 15, 20 years, my longest friend, we've been friends since the womb. And I'm like, I don't know how to make friends. So this is a transition. I, I was growing when I moved out here. But, you know, in the past year, I was like, I've got to get intentional about this growth thing if I'm going to walk in my purpose. Right. So I'm in this class and I am exhausted when I come home. Y'all, I am tired and I'm learning about myself and I'm growing and I'm like, okay, Jesus, I see what you did. I see what you did. You put me in this course and now I'm teaching people to be aware of their biases and how it affects their lives, how they, you know, why do you do some of the things that you do? And I'm getting this training. I'm getting paid for this training, y'all. You know, you you pay people to teach you this stuff, but I'm getting paid for this. I'm like, thank you, thank you, God. Thank you for helping me get paid for this, you know. So I'm getting paid for this, and I'm learning about myself. And as I'm teaching this course, I learn something different about myself, why I'm doing the things that I'm doing. And one of my friends, my longest friend, say, friend, I can see that you're growing and and." and 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 you changing and stuff like that. And she was like, I'm proud of you. She was like, a year or two ago, this one you. I said, child, I know. Because I was on the move. I didn't I just cared about what I was doing in the moment and how I was gonna get to it and how I was gonna do it. So I learned something in this class and it says, you know, in this training it says your biases come from your individual and life experiences. And so I'm like, huh, I'm biased. And I realize I'm biased against someone that's foolish, right? Someone that's like, can be foolish in love. Why am I biased towards this person or this journey or whatever it is? 
I'm biased because at the end of the day, I was raised to be like, don't be no fool. They always said, you could be a fool, but don't be a damn fool. So don't be no fool. So I was always trying to walk in the structure of not being a damn fool. Like my grandma used to say, oh, yeah, I was married, but he wouldn't treat me right. So I left a house paid for and I moved down to Florida. And so when I see people and I'm biased towards people being fools in love, I never I was I was a fool a couple of times. Don't get me wrong. Now, I I will say I was a fool for a couple of uh, a couple of times. But when I'm watching other people do it, I'm like, man, I can see it so clearly. So in this journey, I had to learn that every day I'm forgiving myself for something. Like I'm forgiving myself for being in this box that I had to fight to get out of. And some a piece of the box is still up. I, I'm not perfect yet. Um, I had to really look at how my actions affects others and I had to really realize how to apologize or be aware of my actions or my triggers so that I won't take things personal and and I'm in this class and I'm like if I'm gonna teach this stuff I gotta be it you know and I want to be intentional and I don't see the way that the world is now I want to be a better person I want to lead with love and kindness and understanding instead of shutting down like if you don't do what I agree with it's wrong and I'm shutting down and I can't be around you right but what's the point of that everybody thinking the same way that's in your life like everybody thinking the same way what so if you say we walk in circles if somebody over there walking in zigzags they wrong no they ain't wrong they journey just different So I wanted somebody in my life that walks in zigzags. I want somebody in my life who hops and walks because I'm over here walking in circles because that's structure. But I'm watching you people that's doing things differently and it doesn't mean it's right or wrong. But now I know that I can learn something from you because your way is different from mine. But you probably still getting the same results as me trying to make sure I stay structured in the box. But I'm trying to come out the box. You know, or I'm trying to stop walking in the circle. I want to come over there and hop on the journey. I want to come and zigzag on the journey, you know, and that's and that's cool because now I'm learning y'all that I can expand my brain. My brain is expanding. Um, And when I moved to Dallas, I started, you know, looking looking back on my culture and my history. So now I'm like really excited and proud to be who I am proud to be black on my journey and um learning things about my culture myself um so that is my story about my journey and it's just crazy y'all because I got so intentional about it and my friends can tell a change and Sometimes I have, you know, some friends that hit me up and be like, what you did to get on this journey? And I'm like, if I could be honest with you, I was intentional. My growth was intentional to me, and now it's intentional to me. And I read books about 
how I can be better, um, how I can grow. So I learned that it's not easy putting a mirror up to myself often, but it's definitely worth it. Because I could tell y'all, I get exhausted. I'm like, dang, here's another thing that I got to work on. Like, I miss my life of bliss, you know? And looking in the mirror at myself and catching my own imperfections is better than acting out and others calling me out as often. Because I can catch it now. Because I realize my triggers, I can catch it. And I'm thankful to, thankful as well for friends who do still call me out. You know, like you can still call me out because I want to grow. I'm not going to take offense to it anymore. I ain't always take offense to it. Um, but looking in the mirror and realizing your triggers, it's like it's something that you can work on. And even when you bring it up to your friends or your family, they'll be like, oh, yeah, I noticed that about you. I'm like, why you ain't say nothing? I'm punching the air like, why you ain't say nothing? But. When somebody, you know, we, we've been taught not to give our honesty sometimes because people be on the defense. And so you're on the defense. People don't want to tell you. And so, like, sometimes I could be on the defense, but I do want to hear what you got to say about me. So I look at as being in the mirror and finding your triggers and catching your imperfections first instead of acting out. You won't act out as often. I see it as like having something in your teeth or nose and no one telling you. And you walking around all day with your head held high, feeling good about yourself. Then you find out after the day is over, you got something in your teeth or in your nose. And you're thinking, why didn't anyone tell me? And sometimes our ego gets in the way and we're defensive and people can't always tell the truth because of that. That's why we should... Look in the mirror often, reevaluate our actions and think over some of the things that our family and friends who care about us, even after we're defensive, you know, think about some of these things. There could be something missing. So you walking around with this ego and your pride and your head held high and you got something in your nose and something in your teeth that's sticking out and people see it and they're not saying nothing because you you defensive. But once you start to figure out your triggers and figure out your own imperfections as well and bring them up and be open to people telling you that, they'll be more than happy to tell you because they love and care about you. Be like, you know what? I didn't really like the way you did that. Okay, well, let me figure out why I treated you that way. Was I just having a bad day? Because, you know, people have bad days. But, you know reevaluate yourself because sometimes you could catch it first sometimes you could catch that little piece of green that's in your teeth or that little or that little something hanging out your nose and that something hanging out your nose don't have to be a booger it could just be a piece of skin that's so that could be so easily fixed but your pride and your ego and your defensiveness is so huge that nobody wanted to tell you is that if you want to be a better person and um, grow, you got to be intentional about it. You got to be intentional about your growth and being a better person. Um, do positive affirmations. I was doing positive affirmations. 
Um, I'm not who I thought I was. I'm not who they say I am. I know I'm a better person. It doesn't just because I didn't get the man that I wanted and that I was sacrificing for and he didn't see my greatness. That doesn't mean that I'm not worthy, you know, um, I realized that I was broken. So if God would would have brought my husband when I thought that I was ready, I would have sabotaged it, y'all. I would have sabotaged it. Um, I'm thankful for the friends that hang on because I do have good qualities and see the good in me. Um, you have to forgive yourself. Every day I'm working on forgiveness. So I'm like, I got to forgive myself and I got to know when to be humble enough to ask for forgiveness as well. Um so you got to be intentional, positive affirmations, forgive yourself. And what I did, y'all, I made sure like most days and, and I meditate and I meditate and get my thought process right and get my mind right because what I'm going through has nothing to do with anyone else. So I want to get my mind right and put my best foot forward when I go out into the world. And I want to spread kindness. So I would meditate and I made sure that I have quiet time before I interact with others. So quiet time being my phone is on do not disturb. So if I respond to you from the hours of 10 p.m. to 11 a.m., that means it was intentional. Um because my phone is on do not disturb because I need that time to like, what, that's 11 hours. I need 11 hours of my day to work on me and make sure that I'm focused and I'm shutting down at night and I'm going, you know, I'm going to bed and I'm shutting down at night and I'm sleeping and I'm getting a good amount of sleep because y'all, you know, I said it, I operate in the ministry of sleep, right? So I was doing that. And then, um, that and 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 I do the shutdown because when I wake up in the morning, I don't want any negativity. I don't want anything to deter my day from being nothing short of great, right? So I want to have a good day. I want when I'm walking through the airport. That's why I spend half of my time or whatever I'm doing that I want to do some kind of acts of kindness and I want to be aware of it right so if that's just smiling or saying good morning to somebody like that's what I that's what I need to do in the morning to get my mind right to be able to do it right so I was meditating I made sure I had quiet time prayer um I start my morning with gospel praise and worship if I start my morning with knuck if you buck wipe me down you know this new age music drip too hard i'm going out in the world bobbing and weaving okay i got my comebacks on like i'm finna be having some comebacks you know um nobody's safe so i know what i need to do to have a positive day i make a decision to have a positive day I make a decision to be aware of people's others acts of kindness. Like, oh my goodness, you held the door for me. And I'm going to do the little light trot to get to it because you didn't have to do that, right? Because everybody that we encounter is going through their own mess. So, you know my saying, 
is to let your light shine. So that's how I decided that I wanted to let my light shine. That's how I'm going to start my day every day. And if I don't start my day that way, it just don't be feeling right, y'all. I'd be feeling like something's missing. Like if I go on a trip or um, getting back to that fast-paced lifestyle, if I don't start my way, start my day off right, I can feel it because I started making it a habit. Um, I learned to let go. Um, and I'm still learning to let go, okay? Um, if I care about you and I'm crazy about you, I don't want you to go through no hurt. So I'd be like, I'm protective. But I'm learning to let go because everybody has a has a journey that they have to go on. And you can't save your people from that particular journey that they go on. And you just have to support them and be with them in that journey. And I'm learning that. And I learned that the hard way. And I almost lost a friend over that for holding on too tight and thinking I can save you from this journey. Right. Um, so. Um, I've learned to let go because things are going to happen the way that they're supposed to. So control what you can control and what you can't control. Just let it happen. Just let it happen. It's just like I look at it as when somebody's falling, like, you know, that type of fall that, you know, it's coming. You just don't know when you're going down and you just like running. You keep running to try to like catch yourself. And maybe and maybe I'm going to catch myself and I'm not going to go down. But that fall where you just like it's coming, it's coming. You just don't know where you're going to go down. But when you just let go and gravity take over and just push you down, you kind of be relieved. Like, dang, I'm glad I finally fell, you know, because that was kind of scary running, you know on this journey to fall, you know, so that run and fall, just let yourself fall. Like things are going to fall where they're supposed to, but do what you can in the meantime. That doesn't mean, oh, well, the Lord got it. I ain't got to do nothing. No, you still got to do your work. You still got to do your work. So find what works for you because what worked for me may not work for you. And I just want to close with, don't forget to let your light shine. And if it blinds people, that's okay. I look at your light as, you you already know, I look at your light as like the moths that this, this country now, we got the bug zapper. I don't know the proper name, but we got the bug zapper. And the bugs still come into that light because they're attracted to the light. And they come in and they don't realize they're going to get zapped, right? So I feel like when you let your light shine, you the people that ain't supposed to be there, it's going to blind them and it's going to zap them. The people that's supposed to be there, it's going you going to give them that. They're going to have that light to where, you know, the light out the porch light where the bugs come to and they get to sit on it and you know they get to feel the warmth of it. That's the light that the people that's supposed to get in, be in your life get. But the people that ain't supposed to be in your life they get the zapper, zit. They ain't going to be able to stay long because the light's going to blind them. But the people that's supposed to stay get to stay on that light bulb and, you know, feel that warmth and get that goodness from you. And it's really transferred back and forth. So let your light shine, y'all. Do some sort of act of kindness. If that's just saying good morning to somebody, they may not say good morning back. And that's okay. Don't take it personal. Um. 
But one day they might surprise you and say, good morning, because you know what? You was consistent. You kept being who you were. And they came around and they might be like, good morning. It might knock you off your feet, but that's all right. Get on back up and keep saying good morning because we are here to change lives for the better and for the greater. So I hope y'all have a good week. Be intentional in all things that you do. And I enjoyed y'all. You better tell them, Tina. Girl, you better tell them, Tina. I'm sure y'all are wondering where you can find Tell Em Tina Podcasts. You can find me on Stitcher Radio, Google Podcast Hub, Spotify, and SoundCloud, and iTunes. Tell your mama, tell your friends, tell your cousin them, tell a coworker, tell somebody you passing on the street, tell them to pull up on me. And you know, as always, I enjoyed y'all, and thank you for listening.